Ladies and gentlemen, what's up, BC? Another episode of Supreme Being. We're twice a week right now, Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh, huge shout out to Team BC. We're actually interviewing a Team BC member tonight. Uh, we're nationwide. If you guys are looking to join Team BC, hit me up on any social media platform. That is, if you can find me. <laughs> or go to jointeambc.com. We just officially opened up in Arizona with Diego. So huge shout out to him. We're officially, I believe that's our 14th state. We're taking over. Also, shout out to Modern Success, my coaching program. That's my tribe. If you guys are interested in learning more, go to briancasella.com or go to the links that I have on my Facebook or Instagram. We are releasing tier two very soon, which Team BC members get automatic admission to, and we will be uh, doubling the price of the regular membership. So if you've been thinking about joining, I recommend you join now. So without further ado, Brett, what's up, man? Let's get a quick introduction and let's get rolling. For sure. What's going on, everyone? My name is Brett Voorhees, uh, obviously a member of Team BC here, and um, I am 21 years old. I live in Jupiter, Florida, but now servicing down south to Miami. And uh, yeah, what you got for me? <laughs> So what, what, uh, what sparked or inspired you to get into real estate, at least initially, you know, cause everybody has like an interesting backstory to their, you know, most people stumble into real estate. So I'm sure they would like to hear how you got into it. Yeah. Um, so I got my license. There's, it depends on how far back I want to go. So I got my license and it basically just sat there inactive for like a year. I don't know if you know this, but I got my license in 2019, the beginning of 2019, right when I got out of high school. Um, I was really big into, I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I had a lot of like very strong interests and the interests I had, I would obsess about like just one thing. And growing up, I always worked in like the restaurant industry and I was like, all right, cool. So I'm just going to try a lot of different jobs to see like what I would like to start on my own. Right. So I think I had the year before I got into real estate, I had nine or 10 different jobs in that one year. And I never got fired from one. I just kept leaving them because I hated it. I really hated it. So um, I was told to like not get into real estate. I was dabbling with going into the Coast Guard. And I am really glad I didn't take that route. You know, I just don't think it was totally for me. I think I had other interests that were stronger, but I was being told by everybody that was older than me. And even like past lacrosse coaches and everything else. I'm not going to mention names, but they're like, why would you do this now? Like just going to the Coast Guard and then you get out in four years, you have more experience. And yeah. I bought into it for a while and I was really, really unhappy. And the second I made that switch and I'm like, I told everybody, dude, I told like my grandparents, my mom was like all upset, like everybody that I'm, I'm going in the military. That's it. And um, I told everyone that I was going and I ended up not going like last minute. There was like shit with, with medical and a medical background. Like they give you a hard time about getting in the Coast Guard, especially because it's like the smallest branch in the military. So like they take cream of the crop, you know? So like, if you have anything, like if you broke your pinky toe, like they're going to haggle you on getting in because they need somebody that's perfect. And that was like holding up the process. And then God, it did because I made the decision not to go. And then from there, like the next morning I woke up and I was happy as shit. And I finally hung my license with a, a super small broker and I just got into it. So one thing I want to ask, because you're, you're one of the few people I've met so far, whether, you know, it's being on the team or not, that just like you're doing the work and there's not really much, um, you know, bitching and complaining behind it, or why do I need to do this? Like you just got down to it and said, okay, door knock, call, whatever I got to do, I got to do. Why has it been so simple for you to implement that? And literally 99.99% of the fucking planet struggles with that. I mean, 
in my mind, obviously everyone's mind works differently and processes things differently, but it really comes down to like the people that are 40, 50, 60 that have never really done much and they're not happy in their life is simply because they don't want to do certain things, period. Like they don't want to like not go out. They don't want to like not do this. So I have a decision to make. I either knock and call or I don't. And if I don't, it's like, what's my other avenue? Like Facebook leads or something. But morally, I spoke to you about this a little bit. Like morally, I feel that going into the Facebook leads and nothing against the people that do it. But for me, that's just not something that I want to build my business off of. You know, I want to, I want to build a business similar to how you built yours with like boots on the ground and, and doing the work. So it was a really black and white decision. I either do this to get business or I, I just don't do it at all. You know, and I've thought about getting out of real estate so many times, but it's like, what else are you going to do? Like you made this decision to come in and you made your bed now lie in it, like do the work and you know, really just doing the work that's in front of you and not complicating anything. Yeah. And I always tell people that it's like, you know, people have that decision. And I always throw that question when they tell me thinking about quitting. I'm like, well, if you had 20 pending deals right now and like a hundred thousand dollars in the bank, would you, be, would you be like having the same kind of issue? And they're like, well, hell no. I'm like, then it's not the business. It's you, you got to get your shit together, you know? Yeah. So another thing before we dive deeper into real estate with what's going on in the world right now, you seem to have a especially for your age, bro, your age group, we know the, I mean, even my age group, right? I would say 35, maybe even creeping up into late thirties, all the way down to like 10 or 11. It's just so indoctrinated and crazy with what's going and their perception of what the actual world is, is so warped. Mm -hmm. What, what do you think has allowed you to uh, avoid that, right? Because it's rare that I meet somebody between 18 and 25, who's not like super gung-ho, crazy, you know what I mean about some of these ideologies that are being pushed in school? You think it's because you didn't go to college or what, what do you think is it that has kept your mind pretty clean and straight? I mean, that could be, that could be part of it for sure. Um, but just not just starting to question things. And then I, I feel like it's once you question one thing, that's like a big, like something that's big and that's accepted by everybody. Once you question that one thing and you find out that it's not actually that way, that like your job doesn't have to be miserable or some shit, you know, like you don't have to look forward to Fridays. Like once you start questioning things, you're like, no, nah, this is bullshit. Let me and get my tinfoil hat real quick. Then. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. <laughs> They're going to censor this one for sure. Um, you just start questioning it and it just doesn't make sense. Like there's so many, there's so many people that are just unhappy in my eyes, you know, like, and, and they settle and they don't, a lot of the times people don't even realize what they're doing and they're settling and they're settling and they're settling and they're just not happy. And it doesn't have to be that way, you know, but apparently you have to be on drugs or, you know, get drunk or get high to like enjoy your life. And it's yeah. really sad that it's that way. I know you chat about this a lot, um, but I just started questioning things and I see what, what it is for what it actually is from what I'm observing, mm -hmm. opposed to, I think a lot of people, especially if they go into college, they're used and they're raised on being told like, like everything is like laid out for you. You do this, you do this, you do this, you get good grades. We'll give you a car. You do this, you do this. And like, it's, it's very like cookie cutter and plain. So of course it's going to be boring when you're not making any decisions for yourself. So um, I just started questioning things and it, it makes sense in my head, you know, maybe I'm a psycho, but who knows? <laughs> I know we all are apparently. What was some of the first things you started questioning or the first thing, if you remember? I know one of the things in the beginning was like looking forward to Fridays and shit, because yeah. when I was in school, I hated school so much. And 
I would look forward to Fridays. And I'm like, man, I cannot imagine like getting a job and it being like this for the rest of my life, you know, because you spend a majority of your time working, you know, like, especially in the beginning, a lot of those hours are put into whatever you do, even if it's a corporate job. So if that's miserable, like majority of your life is going to be miserable. That's one of the things I definitely started to question. And then things started to come in with like health and like yeah. the whole, like what to eat, what's actually good for you, you know, how like dairy is good for your bones and all that type. Like I started questioning more. I'm like, this is a bunch of bullshit. Like, why are we drinking like another animal, another species breast milk? Like, <laughs> What animal does that? So I'm like, this just ain't right. And it just don't seem right. So I, um, yeah, I just, it was one thing on to the next. And I it really was the first not looking forward to Fridays, just enjoying Monday, Tuesday, every single day, you know, uh, bro, that was, I got to say that was hurtful, offensive and very dangerous. <laughs> uh, that's great, man. But no, it's cool. It's refreshing to hear, dude, because I think as a whole, because of social media, it has allowed people at a younger age to open up their minds. Like, cause dude, that's why, like, I, whenever I talk to like you and John and John uh, Hernandez, right. Shout out to him. He's part of team BC in LA and he joined before I, I moved to Miami. When I, when I talk to you guys and hang out with you guys, I'm like, man, when I was their age, I was a fucking disaster, right? All I did was play basketball and worry about fucking, you know, hooking up with chicks and, and it was just basketball, right? Like I completely thought, confidence and public speaking and all that, which is garbage. And, you know, people like Anthony Robbins are just scam artists. Like that's what I thought back then. I didn't even think about that stuff. Like if you would have yeah. brought raising your consciousness and awareness to me back then, I would have been like, get the fuck out of my face, dude. Like what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> but it's so cool because then at, at such a younger age, you know, you guys are going to have such a different perspective on life that where most people like for me, I didn't really discover this stuff to like literally almost getting into my thirties. You guys have all that extra kind of, you know, youthful time to even build. So by the time you're 25, you could already be sitting at the top of the hill, which I think is freaking incredible, man. So, you know, in, in regards to that kind of stuff, your age, where you're at, how you're thinking, how are you using that like as a tool and a benefit for you in the real estate business? Because this is the opposite of what traditional thinking is going to say with real estate, right? You're in a super ritzy area. You're too young. You're not established, right? How are you going to get business, right? You don't, nobody knows you. So how are you kind of using that and leveraging that to your advantage in your position? I'm, I'm glad you brought this up because this is something that I think I use in my advantage a lot of the time. And at first I didn't, but as soon as I started to do this, I started to carry myself. And I think that was like one of the breakthroughs I've had, um, that has really excelled a lot of things. Mm -hmm. I use that age as like the, the age is a big thing that people get hung up on. And I use that as such an advantage. That is such an advantage in my eyes because you have more energy. You're able to do more. You're able to get less sleep. You're able to, you're able to absorb things and you're not all like warped and, and so messed up yet to where, you know, like things are made hard. Like I'm not looking forward to Fridays anymore. You know what I mean? Like, and then there's people that, like you said, in the beginning, people stumble into real estate in which like, don't get me wrong. Of course, there's people that stumble into real estate that do great, that are great people, but majority of them, especially if you start going to open houses and you start to see who you're competing against and you start to like compare yourself and like these categories and you're like, God damn, like I start scratching my head. Like, why, why am I not like rolling in dough already? You know? So if I put myself in front of enough people and just keep chipping away, like uh, eventually I'll get there. But my age is a big thing um, that I use to my advantage and how different that is, 
you know, like how different it is for somebody to be like, to like tilt their head sideways. And they're like, you're in real estate, you know, and be able to bring like a different wave into the real estate game from how it's been similar to the ripple that you've kind of created where real estate was so always so conventional, you know, black, blue suits, like very like traditional sales. And now it doesn't have to be that way, you know, because we are still, we're still people just like anybody else, you know? So if they see you, I used to be super nervous about people running into me at the gym when I'm not like dressed up and everything else, but I don't care about that stuff anymore. And I just see it as an advantage of, you know, my age and I have nothing to hide. Like I say it proudly. And when you rock it, I think the response is very different from like all the clients I've dealt with. They knew upfront, like I was 20 or 21 and they were cool with it because everything else kind of checked it off in their head, you know? So, um, I, I use that as a big advantage. My age is, is one of the things I kind of like, I don't know how far I ranted off the question, but <laughs> no, that was good, bro. Because you brought up something too, that people don't think about, like, allowing yourself to get to that level frees you of so many inconveniences like the one you brought up being afraid of people seeing you at the gym or what you post on social media and all that other stuff like the average person has no idea how constrained they are by that because number one they're not even aware of it but number two it's such a normal part of their existence Mm-hmm. They don't, they've never experienced the other side, which is the freedom. It'd be like if you walked around your whole life from birth with like a, a 20 kilogram cannonball attached to your leg. And you thought that was just life. The moment I snap it off, I'm like, Hey, you're free. You're going to be like, Oh my God, I can jump. I can sprint. You had no idea what it was like to not have that, you know, chain attached to your leg. So you don't even have the proper reference. It's the same thing with like being healthy, right? Like talk about that, dude, because like you're, you're pretty much, uh, I think plant-based, like pretty alkaline, right? Like you're, you're a super tinfoil hat, like me, no detergent chemicals, no deodorant compare that your existence, energy levels, focus, productivity to prior to that, when you were following a regular standard American diet, like what's the experience been and how different has it been for you? You see, that's a really big thing as well, because that's something that I think a lot of people look over for the most part, like they don't, they don't really think about that and they don't think it slows them down that much because there are people, yes, that are in quotation successful that have money that eat like shit. Okay. Like we see it, we see like Audis and Bentleys through the McDonald's drive through. We see that stuff, but like, what, like, is it actually, it's not actually about the money. Like we know this, it's about like your quality of life as a whole, whether that's living in the woods or whether that's like, you know, selling real estate, whatever it is. Um, but when I, I cause I've messed up on my diet a couple of times. Like I was doing good for a while and then I'd cave in and I'd eat some garbage ass food. And like the time for me to recover since I work out consistently, that's always been like down pat since high school for the most part. And I think my body cleanses itself very efficiently because I'm sweating so much. And then when it came down to eating and I would not eat, I, I would eat really good. Then I'd eat some garbage, like I don't know. It would be, it's been a while since I had fast food, but like the last time I had fast food, which is like a year and a half ago, maybe a little bit more. And I felt like shit. Like even the next morning when you wake up, like your face is swollen, you're dehydrated. Like you feel like garbage. And Mm. I think a lot of people that never really clean up their diet to an extent, like, like cleanse their body for like multiple days or weeks or, Mm. you know, whatever, they don't ever know what it feels like to actually feel good. Like yeah. their, their perception of good is like, just uh, whatever they eat. Like they have like some like broccoli with cheese all over it or some shit. <laughs> and they're like, wow, I feel great. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
but (laughs) like now that I've cleaned up my diet, I can sleep less. Like you talk about this stuff all the time. I can sleep less. I feel better. Like my mind, like I can think better. I can concentrate on things better. I don't get tired as quickly. Like I'm able to door knock for four hours and like still get a good workout session in opposed to when I was door knocking and not eating so good. And then like, I'd be so exhausted where I couldn't even like, I did not want to work out. I was like dragging ass. So like since I've cleaned up my diet and I've went back and forth with like eating like shit and then eating good again. And I start to see that parallel and it gets to a point where you just don't eat. Like, don't get me wrong. I would love to binge on that stuff, but I feel like shit. So I don't want to do it. It's not, it's not worth it to me. So from like cleaning myself out, that has been a really big thing. And I sleep better, just like everything, everything is so much better. And it really correlates to work. That's what I wanted to get at. I'm able to work a lot more efficiently because like I can focus better. I get a better night's sleep, my emotions. Like I used to get like, like I don't have a short temper anymore. Like any of that, the emotions was a big one. Like I'm not on an emotional roller coaster Like I, like I was previously. Yeah, man. And, th- and there's lessons in that too. Like we want to eat that crap, but we know it's going to feel like shit. Just like we know we want to skip the prospecting session and just, you know, get a fucking Facebook ad, but we know in the end it's going to sting us because we're not yeah. doing the work that we're supposed to do. So in the short term, it gives you some sort of gratification, but in the long term, you suffer. Right. And then people get in this repetitive, vicious cycle of doing that over and over. Right. And then at the end of the day too, you gave your word. And this is what people forget. You said you were going to do it and then you didn't do it. So now you're really mind fucking yourself in a negative way. Now the new year's resolutions come out. I'm going to lose weight this year. And then the own person's mind's like, sit the fuck down. You're not about to do anything. You fat ass. And they're like, "Uh Oh, I can't do it now. Then they run to you and say, Brett, how do I get motivated to lose weight? It's like, dude, it has nothing to do with motivation. Get the fuck out of here. Right? Like it's, it's not bro. So, um, in regards, like let's let's uh, shift over to like maybe talking real estate a little bit. Are you doing anything out of the ordinary in regards to what you do as far as lead generation or your activities as an agent, or has it all been pretty much standard from day one and you've kind of hung your hat on that success just based on the basics? I've never paid for any type. I've never boosted any posts. I've never paid for any leads. Um, and this is one thing that like to just to mention and not go too much off topic, like accepting referral business was even like an issue for me at first. And like, even sometimes still, it's like, I don't want it. I really, really don't want it. And I don't know if that's me getting in my own way or, or whatnot. Like I should be, I should (laughs) be open to accepting, but, um, that's, I don't know. Like, I just don't feel right doing that. Like, it's hard for me to feel right. If I like, didn't do it correctly in my eyes, like what is correct, you know? Um, but that's no, I'm funny, not doing bro. anything that's, uh, that's like really out of the ordinary. I started posting a lot more on social media, which is everything off my iPhone 10, like all my luxury tour videos, like everything, like my girlfriend comes with me and films the shit and, um, just very traditional stuff and just growing. Cause I think in, in my eyes, if you start paying to boost stuff, that's great. But if you don't have a foundation that's built on it, it's like, yeah, you'll climb the ranks fast and get a ton of views. But it's like those videos that go viral. Like one thing goes viral and then they're just, you never hear about that person again, you know? So it's like, you you don't want that. So just a lot of knocking and calling and videos. And I mean, that's pretty much it. <laughs> just those real, those three main things that I'm really trying to get down. 
So what I'm hearing is like, if a dude calls you, Hey, Brett, come list my house. You're going to say, not unless you give me two objections first, then I'll, then I'll consider <laughs> yeah, right. it. Right. Let me come knock on your door real quick. <laughs> Tell me my commission's too high and the price is too low. And then we'll, we'll, we'll consider it. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny, man. Cool. So, um, we can wrap it up here, dude. Maybe we'll do another episode because I don't want these uh, episodes to like run on too long. Uh, where can people find you and uh, what's the best platform maybe to reach out to you if they want to chat with you? Um, Instagram or Facebook, I'm both very active on. Um, it's Brett's with a period and Voorhees, V-O-O-R-H-E-E-S. Um, and then Brett Voorhees as well on YouTube. Feel free to reach out to me on any platform, um, preferably Facebook or Instagram. Cool. All right, everybody, that's it for this one. Peace out. We'll see you on the next one.